Intention and Invitation Antidotes to the Hubrisine Part 8 Intention Time has flown and uncivil savant has taken its own shape. When I draw, no matter if I have very specific plans for a piece, the ink, paper and brush always conspire to make a far more interesting and lively, if sometimes unexpected, translation of the movements of my hand, and by inference, the movements of my unconscious, as well as my so-called conscious will. Thankfully, the same happens with writing. Although I am still tapping away at a keyboard rather than writing longhand, if I relax and get the tension of the inner strings just right, not too tight, not too loose, Unexpected resonances and overtones have a chance to vibrate in the words on this glowing screen. I will continue to write a piece here every week until this substack is a full year old, in November. The Qigong posts will continue until then to say thanks to the paying subscribers. In November, I will move to publishing a piece every fortnight so that I can write more in depth. At this point, I will create a subscribers-only space, including a discussion post planned for each quarter and cross-quarter day, that's eight times per year, with the seasons. I also plan to host paying subscribers on a Zoom call this winter, so that we can talk about some of the recurring themes we have been discussing here, both in the main articles and in your comments. We can discuss our paths and practices in good hearty company. I hope you will join me. I'll post details nearer the time. Coherence Part of what I love about all the seemingly disparate things I do is the opportunity to reclaim tool use from machines. Whether that's handcrafting paints and pigments, sewing bags made from homemade leather, or assembling words to speak to you, mindfully making things gives me a feeling of deep coherence. Much is written of the flow state, that ineffable good feeling of being absorbed in creative or physical work that is challenging and rewarding enough to confer an almost meditative ease upon the doer. I would say that this is part of the famous non-doing, or wei-wu-wei, of Taoism, and I wrote more about it in other articles I've put a link to. But what is the outcome of training this flow state over and over? whether consciously, through one's own study, or serendipitously, by falling into a living lineage of craft, martial arts, song, dance or embodied spiritual practice, for instance. The result is what we might call coherence. It cannot be achieved by the mind alone, and one cannot just wish it to take place. It is, like happiness, an emergent property of a life lived mostly in accordance with the nature of things. Firstly, with our bodies, adapted over millions of years so beautifully as part of this astounding planet. And secondly, in harmony with the uniquely syncopated tune that has somehow been placed in every one of us. Tunes that are recognisable and often beautiful to each other, but that must be sung in our own way. If we ape another's way of singing a tune, or living a life, we will always be slightly outside ourselves. And if we slavishly seek to fabricate a novel tune 
throwing away the ancestral beat and inherited harmonies that are rightly ours, we'll be little more than synthesizers running a programme from our left hemispheres, creating music fit for machines, or lives better suited to automata. People regularly tell me how they feel scattered, inchoate, as though they have lost the threads of their lives. They mention feeling dislocated and pulled in many directions at once, for so many reasons, including no long-standing ties to the place where they must live for work or study, no extended family or kin nearby, no meaningful work, little feeling of agency, no sense of their place in the world, a lack of a mythic or overarching shape for their lives, a creeping feeling of surveillance and manipulation by many aspects of the digital world and the states and companies behind it, plus so many more deeply personal reasons, as unique as each human. There are no purely personal solutions for the things that have gone wrong at the societal or civilizational level. People selling try-this-simple-trick methods are themselves double agents of the commodity capitalism which is breaking us all apart whilst encouraging us to look for quick fixes. When we work to achieve things together, in community, with others, even if just one other, we get a foothold in the real and a chance to step towards a coherent society. Working only on the self, just like personal salvation or individual enlightenment, is an oxymoron. Where is this self, anyway? Nowhere can you find a human who is not born of another, not connected to others, not fed by intricate webs of plant, animal, fungal and microbial life. Methods, not techniques. It's my first day off at home since mid-March. I made a to-do list. Rest in the interconnectedness of life. Throw myself into embodied practice, according to my heart, the season, and what is needed. Pray and rest in not knowing. Look to nature, seeing how all things in the universe are wave-like and subject to change. Seek to cultivate good connections, work with others, and take care with relationships. Rest. Disparate elements can come together. A way ahead can be glimpsed. I see friends there, waving. An invitation. Looking through my files for this piece, I found these notes from the final hour of last year's Found and Ground course, where I read a little bit of what I hadn't been making explicit over the time we'd been working together. Using the false to cultivate the real is always best, but it's okay to talk about it afterwards. The size of, I knew it, from a couple of the students really made my week. You can join me in Devon, UK, the 2nd to the 6th of October, 2023, when I will be teaching for four days again, making a huge variety of natural art materials, paint, cordage, pigment, ink, charcoal, sketchbooks, pastels. The course physically brings together so much of what I write about here at Uncivil Savant, while being held in the astoundingly beautiful ancient grounds of Dartington Hall. 
You can read more about it via a link in the article. The Taoist classics gnomically say, Hide the world within the world. That week, I think perhaps we did. Founding Ground Natural Art Materials course, final session talk notes, 30th of September 2022, Dartington. The earth speaks, we listened. I brought no books, poems, film suggestions and so on, as this was to be five days in our bodies. Our bodies are earth. Body, hands, eyes, movement, speech, action, diet, when coming into good relationship with earth, which is to say the universe, which is to say all things. Let us receive all the guidance and information we need. We do things and then we think about them, said an MA student here to me this week. We let practice lead, work out our theory later. Absorption, flow, delight are the gifts for us, from nature, for our sustained loving attention. The earth is easy to love, but sometimes it takes a decision to love the world and the people. We must be the ones who do this, so we need a good centre line to hold on to. Walk in wild places, or even through the city, do qigong, swim, sing, share good meals, or stand firm with dear ones. This will all strengthen it. Tao. Vitality, energy and spirit pervade all things. Alchemy. This week we've been working with true lead more than true mercury. Lead is the true sense of real knowledge. This means genuine sensing, neither indulging the senses nor dismissing them, but attending to the present moment wholeheartedly without judging it. Mercury is the essence of conscious thought. This means the clear awareness of the mind without any extraneous thoughts in words, just the shining, spacious presence before words appear. False lead is indulgence of the senses, sensuality without discernment. False mercury is the kind of accelerated, frenetic thinking that often passes for thought, but is in fact a mechanistic, looping, reductive imitation of true thought. So, this week, we worked with true lead by attending to earth, letting our unencumbered animal love what it loves, as Mary Oliver said. We found ourselves absorbed in and delighting in earth. Thus, We return to our senses, literally. From this profoundly sane place, may you rest and renew your vitality, energy and spirit. I trust you to find the work you need to do to follow your intuition. The short version. Gather nettles, find rocks, make tea, paint, twist cordage and show others how to do these things. The wild world itself is enough. You are also the wild world. When we work with earth, we transform ourselves. We refine feelings when we mull. We strengthen our calm when we twist cordage. We settle ourselves when we levigate rocks. Metaphor means to carry something across. We carry across the embodied knowledge from our artistic practice into the word space of the mind. 
then our speech and writing can be made of true lead rather than a flimsy film of false mercury. The physicality of the world does not need to be transcended. That place we seek is not away. There is nothing to be done or undone. The gift to earth of our continued physical, mental and loving attention will give us back everything we always wanted and more.